I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. There's nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all the podcasts, and welcome to an all-new Nerd Alert. It is the first show after the big game that I cannot refer to by its name without fear of being hunted and persecuted by the National Football League. But the big game came with it some big commercials and movie trailers, kind of. Uh, and that's what we're talking about this, this week. We are breaking down, not the game itself. We don't care about the game. We don't care about how many times Taylor Swift did they not get shown or or who won or who lost. We're not even talking about that. We're not even talking about how, how hurt Jay is that his team made the big show and then had the game and then lost the game. I commiserate with you there, bro. That is a Viking move right there. Own the whole game and then let it go in the last 10 seconds. That's what we would have done. Uh, we're not here talking about that. We're going to talk about all the commercials and the movie trailers that played during commercial breaks. But before we do that, let me introduce the crew that's going to be talking about all that stuff with me. First up, ladies and gentlemen, he's the man who keeps the nerd in the top nerdy team network. Joaquina, welcome to the bridge. <laughs> Commander Scott. Sally Ride. Y'all know who that is, right? Sally. Yeah, Moore. that song. Ride, Sally, ride. Now, Sally Ride, one of the first female astronauts in NASA history, was accepted uh, into uh, the astronaut class in 1978. And, of course, it was the 70s, so you can imagine what her and her fellow female candidates and stuff had to deal with. However, the reason that I bring this up, the reason I, uh, it was, was uh, an interesting little tidbit that popped up uh, in my feed this week that I'd never actually heard so there was an article uh, that she had, an interview that she had given, you know, and and stuff, uh, well after uh, her career. But uh, apparently NASA didn't quite know how to adjust to women, you know, uh, and everything. And this was this was prevalent in the fact that one of the first things that she was asked to do when she, uh, I guess, got into NASA was uh the uh, the engineers and such asked her for help in developing a makeup kit to be used in space yeah this is this is where nasa was going in the 70s that but, was a priority to have was, government spending on yes but however makeup in space apparently these guys now these 
These are grown men. They're not dumb. They're not dumb people. They are they're grown men. They are engineers. There's 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 been women in NASA, maybe not in the astronaut program, but there have been women in NASA since the Apollo program and before. They they they've been there. Women are not new creatures to these people. But apparently, according to Sally Ride, she said, and I'm I'm quoting her here from this article. I remember the engineers trying to decide how many tampons should fly on a one-week flight. And they asked her, is, is 100 the right number? 100 tampons is what the engineers at NASA had decided was the correct number that a woman would need on a one-week flight. 100. Now... On the one hand, you kind of made my point there of, yes, these might be grown NASA engineers, but clearly they've never spent time with a woman before. (laughs) Um, And to their defense, I always would rather be overprepared than underprepared. Still, that seems like a bit excessive. Yeah, so anyway, I thought that was funny. Uh, I I had to look it up to see if it was right, because the blurb that came across my feed in true meme fashion just paraphrased it and said, you know, Sally Ride was sent to space with a hundred tampons. So it's not exactly true, but now are we are we talking one week as seven days? Like are we talking like a seven calendar day week? I would assume. Okay. So on a seven day week, um fourteen tampons a day would be ninety eight tampons. God, 14 tampons a day. Had we, <laughs> had we studied the effects of zero gravity on the menstrual cycle prior to that, did, did I, I guess have not. info we didn't know? I guess not. No. No. That's why I asked, because if, um, if it's a seven-day week, that's uh, 14 a day is going to get you to 98. So then you'll have two extra for 100. So... Are you, Alice, menstruating right now? <laughs> wow. All right. Anyway, that's that's what I'm What does that got to do with it? Okay. Thank you, Scott. Now we all know. Uh, so let me introduce uh, uh, our final host, the man who fills out this terrible trio. Please welcome, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps even a DeLorean, via a DeLorean, it's the Doc. Oh, that's my cue. I got it. Well, that didn't work at all the way I wanted it to. Never mind. Take two. It's the hey. doc. But hey, okay. So you gotta wait. You gotta let me correct the problem before you just roll right into number two. Try for a third one. Take three. And joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps even a DeLorean. It's the doc. Oh, oh, that's my cue. I got this. I teach math. Okay. Okay. We're, we're aware of that, Jay. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was expecting a like an intro song to my. Stupid shit that the film class says. Here's stupid shit that Jay's kids say this week. Oh, I, I, Do we, we have could, an actual jingle for that? We could use this. Oiling and lotioning. Lotioning and oiling. No. Never play that again when we're talking about his middle school students. It's, it's not, not my fault you set it up wrong. <laughs> e. Uh, okay, anyway. So yeah, random, random shit that my kids say in class. Um, so one, this wasn't a random thing. 
this was a like it wasn't the, something they said it was something that happened we were watching jaws and several of those students have never seen the movie jaws and uh it's the scene where uh hooper and chief brody are out on hooper's boat and they find ben gardner's boat and hooper's like i'm gonna go check it out and so he jumps into the water pulls the tooth out I'm aware of it. I'm waiting for it because I've seen this movie so many times. It doesn't even affect me anymore. Face in the hole, right? Uh, I had two eighth grade students literally almost jump out of their desk at that scene because they were that scared. Like they did not expect it coming. So I was like, that's cool. But the other thing that happened just happened today. So we're watching Back to the Future for an 80s movie. And it's the scene where... um, Lorraine is in the garage with Marty and Doc Brown, and she's trying to convince Marty to ask her to go to uh, the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. So, um, sidetrack. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with middle school vernacular, but now when you're trying to hit on somebody or if you're trying to pick up a girl, they say they're trying to riz them up or they've got riz um or does that have to do with rizzo the rat from the Muppets? i have no idea where it comes from i, so I don't know so all i know is that they like oh he's got that riz or she's got that riz or oh they're trying to riz him up it's just okay middle schoolers being middle schoolers anyway so lorraine's getting closer to marty and she's really laying it on thick and i laughed out loud a uh, student in my class literally said out loud to the rest of the class, dude's getting rizzed by his mom. It finally clicked, huh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> so, I until laughed. we get to the end of that too, bro. Oh, my God. We, we ended it today right when um, George realizes what time it is when he's at the dance. So it's Tool time? Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, first of all, I'm still dumbfounded by what middle schoolers are trying to pick up other middle schoolers of the opposite sex. I mean, when I was when I was in sixth grade, when I was in sixth grade, first of all, apparently the whole thing was just to pass notes. Do you like me? Yes or no? Do you want to go out? Blah 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 blah. blah. And and I got passed a note in sixth grade. Said you want to you want to like be boyfriend and girlfriend. Which my response when I chatted with the young lady uh the first chance i got my response is what would we do we're in we're in we're in grade school we, we don't have cars we don't have jobs we can't go out anywhere we only see each other in school and we're here to learn long division uh what are we going to do what's the point so that put the kibosh of that whole thing pretty quick scott okay. was the anti-riz i, I don't <laughs> I have so many questions. What? Not for you, for Nicole. Okay. Did she pass you the note? Was she like, oh. dear Scott, I like you. Do you want to get no, married? No, Nicole would just say, Scott, I like you. We're going to go do this thing at this place at this time. Be there. And he was like, oh, I acquiesce to your request. Vis-a-vis spending time at the thing at the place. Because I'm Scott. Yeah, and that's how I talk, even from the time I was in middle school. Apparently, I, I, I'm telling you, I've always been this way. I can't help myself. <sighs> uh, 
Also, they la- they laughed at the Darth Vader line, but the Vulcan was lost to them. Oh. So. Jay, that's just bad parenting. Jay, no, no, no. That that that's bad film teacher teaching. No. Jay, yeah, looking at you. You need to yeah. fix Star Trek's a TV show. He's teaching film. There's plenty of Trek films. You show them Star Trek the motion picture. He hasn't got to first contact yet, so nothing yes. else before that matters. So. <laughs> show them this, show a group of middle schoolers Star Trek the motion picture. Yes. It will take and the entire semester to get through the damn movie, Scott. And you keep doing it until they like it. You strap them down. You hold their eyelids open with tape. So you want me to clockwork orange them into... <laughs> I need you to just Star Trek orange them. That's what I need you to do. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think I could ever turn a movie title into a verb, but I just did it. <laughs> what happened to you? I got clockwork oranged into like Star Trek. So the problem with that is, I got clockwork oranged could have several connotations depending if you're familiar with the movie or not. <laughs> <laughs> I got clockwork oranged while oh, watching. So you went to the, the car with your droogies? Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jay, for another. Uh, fun segment of shit Jay's kids said this week. Although that's more their actions than what they said this week. That's fine. We just like hearing the reaction of the the youngins being properly exposed to good cinema, like Jaws and Back to the Future. Good on you, Jay. You're doing the Lord's work. The Lord Steven Spielberg. You're doing you're doing his work. Anyway. <laughs> For the 90s, we're going to watch another Steven Spielberg movie. There you go. Just make it a course about the history of Steven Spielberg. He covers every decade you're covering. Well, okay. Almost every decade you're covering. Well, you actually ended up or even begin it with, uh, what's what's the movie that's loosely based on his life? Oh, don't watch that. Really? Because I, yeah. I watched a little bit of it when I was in Mexico. I caught it late one night and I was enjoying it. Like I watched the whole thing and it's 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 there i liked well i liked what i saw i saw about 45 minutes of it before i had to go to sleep because i had to get up the next morning but was it the segment where he's in high school and he's making movies with his classmates yeah yeah that's the only good part of the whole movie the rest is kind of depressing his mom and dad's relationship falling apart and getting a divorce yeah. and yeah because yeah, yeah. it, it went into that because he as he was editing one of the family vacations he starts to see the b-roll stuff and he puts two and two together and he cuts together the reel for his mom to watch to let her know that he knows what's going on. And, yeah. yeah. I like the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you like the motion picture, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what we're actually here to discuss this week, uh, like I said at the top of the show, is we're here to discuss all the stuff from the big game other than the big game. So, do we want to start with commercials or movie trailers or just sprinkle back and forth or? Uh, I don't know. I because I feel like, well, my, my general reaction to the commercials this year were that they weren't that great. Well, let's start with commercials then. Let's do that. Okay. So, it's a storied tradition of of uh, uh, companies breaking out the big bucks, which apparently a thirty second spot cost seven million dollars this year. Um, roughly. So, gentlemen, who brought the Ray game for you this year? Uh, State Farm. Top of my list, sir. Top of my list. Agent State Farm. Arnold Which is a very short list, by the way. Yes. Yeah. 
like a good neighbor, State Farm is you, there. You, you keep saying neighbor. It's it's neighbor. Can, That's can what I said, neighbor. Like a good neighbor. Have you seen the alternate one where the, it's... Get me out of this chopper. Yes. <laughs> you know exactly where I was going. <laughs> You're such a backstabber. Hilarious. Yeah, backstabber. Yeah, no. So for me, that was like, okay, that's kind of cute. They're they're you know teasing Arnold and Arnold and on the joke, and okay, that's cute. Okay, I, I'm cool with that. What sealed the deal for me was when they go, Arnold, we, we got an idea. We're, we're gonna try something different, and then they cut to him and Danny DeVito. <laughs> we finally got our twins reunion, and they wasted it on that silly ass joke. I was hey, so don't get mad at State Farm. Uh, I mean, the ones to finally do it. Oh, it. I, I laughed heartily at that one. Just Arnold, just neighbor. <laughs> Peeking out of the jungle. Neighbor. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that one. That was a All right. One. This one, this one got me because it sort of is kind of, okay, I see what they're doing. That's cute. Okay, whatever. And then in the last like 10 seconds, another person pops up and just like shot the commercial to the top of both mine and Whitney's lists. Did you see the Mountain Dew Baja Blast commercial? Yes. Okay. So, forgive me. I didn't do my homework. It's um, what is her damn name? name? Um, From Parks and Rec. Parks yep. and Rec. She sure has a name. Chris Pratt's girlfriend. Oh, what is her actual name? I can't even think of it. Yeah, this is what happens. When I don't prep for a show. It's uh, America's sweetheart. She says it right there in the yeah in, in the commercial. I'm having a blast. Aubrey Plaza. There we go. Yes, who's known for her dour, you know, sarcastic, dry wit. It's me, America's sweetheart. I'm having a blast. And she opens the, you know, on an elevator. I'm having a blast. I'm like, oh, okay, it's cute. I get planned words. That's cute. Okay. What clinched this commercial is there's randomly shot. She's riding on a dragon dressed as a Viking because reasons. And I can have a blast anywhere. And then they cut to a wide shot and flying on a dragon next to her, also in, in Viking garb. It's Nick fucking Offerman. <laughs> With anyone? With me? <laughs> I'm having a blast as well. I know like, that. Yeah. This, this doesn't, this commercial, just, they took that, that, that little nugget of a, Oh, blast! You can have a blast anywhere because we're called blast. Get it? Like the, the what was quickly wearing thin of oh, okay, it's cute. I get it. Right? Why are we? And then right when I was about to like that was just dumb, man. They, they took a cute little premise and buried it within one commercial. And then they had Nick Offerman riding a fucking dragon. And you know what? I'm here for that because Nick <laughs> Offerman and Aubrey Plaza together are hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see Nick Offerman play. You know, uh, in a in a fantasy D and D movie, I want to see him play a dwarf. I want to see Nick Offerman in anything. I want to see Nick Offerman as the guy with no leg and no hand in How to Train Your Dragon live action. Okay, <sighs> that's voiced by the other guy that's from Britain that I, or Scotland. I can't think of his name. Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Thank you. Yeah. The greatest host in late night. I miss Craig Ferguson show. That would be, I'd be okay with that. I don't know. I just, I was not happy with the commercials this year. I, I didn't find any of them funny. 
like at all. Not and, even neighbor. No, God, no. That just that just got so annoying so quick. I just, I don't know. I mean, unless I miss, of course, I didn't. Keep in mind, you know, I, I was I was in a crowded room and I didn't get to really see a lot of them and and stuff and and uh, and, and and it was it was almost like uh, with the way the game was going, it was like rapid fire commercials. You know, it was like, okay, play's done, quick, do a commercial. Okay, cool. We're back from a commercial. By the way, it's second down. You missed the first down because there was a commercial, at least early on in the stuff. Now later on, of course, they they focused more on the game. But I don't know. I just I, I wasn't happy with uh, most of them. Um, I pointed it out. Megan and I both pointed it out while it was happening, and we were both just like weirded out a little bit by it. And and you know, you you do you. If you have the money to put this advertisement on the air in the big game go for it but the whole washing people's feet jesus commercial there was there was a couple of those they, they right three. they had like two or three uh but later this is really funny megan said that she saw it on twitter on twitter or reddit one of the two social media social reddit. media that uh if you have money to pay for a super bowl ad you should probably be paying taxes I agree. My favorite one, uh, the rebuke to them was uh, Jesus said to help the poor. Uh, best we can do is twenty million dollars on Super Bowl ads. Oh, he said the word. He said it. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, though I, I, you know, I, I, I think though one of the ones I actually somewhat enjoyed a little bit though was the 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 the, the Dunkings commercial. <laughs> that's also but, on my list but 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 only only for matt damon yes you know him like, and jlo make that ad yeah exactly like you got you got ben doing his thing jlo's like oh my god i can't believe but then you cut to matt who's in the matching outfit and he's just over at the side and he I'm says so sorry no, he was like you make it very hard to be your friend <laughs> uh the end when they cut away and it's, it's at their backs walking away you know yeah. when i said i would do anything for you this this is anything this is anything uh, what I enjoyed, even though I didn't like him while he was playing football, because everybody says, you know, oh, he's just this amazing, greatest of all time quarterback, which is disputable in my mind. But that that's a different story. Was Tom Brady as the DJ. Like the when crew. like when they showed him and he was DJing the whole thing, I was like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> I was waiting for Chris Evans to show up because they the, the said it was his Boston crew. Yeah, that would have been good too. No, I love the, the, the uh, Matt Damon. Just like I'm here because my friend asked me to. Just like not be, that was great. <laughs> but the part that put it over for me was when they cut back to J Lo in the booth, and she just she has the look I've seen from my wife many a times, where she just says, "Ben, we talked about this." Well. You know, then you got bad at the beginning whenever somebody asked me, I think this is a good idea. Hey, she came to my work and horned in on my stuff. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I love that commercial. I love I don't know I don't know how Ben Affleck got associated with Dunkin' Donuts, but it's been some of the best ads. Was it last year's Super Bowl ad where he was working at Dunkin' and J Lo shows up in the drive thru and it's like, What are you doing? Why are you here? Get in the car. Bring the donuts. 
I think that was last year's ad with them. I don't know how these two got partnered, but I love it. It's it's Ben Affleck just having fun and making fun of himself and being an idiot, and it's, was, it's fun. I like it. But was it was it him? So I think sometime in 2022, there was an there was an actor, and I think it may have been him who, when they were in high school or something, they worked for the Dunkin' Donuts, and so they came back just to run the drive-through, like. For like as a as a social media thing, like they put it up on their social media thing, and I think it may have been him. He was just working the drive through at a Dunkin' Donuts for like half an hour or something, just surprising people. Okay, and it, I mean, it, if if it was him, he could have gotten gotten associated that way. Like Dunkin' Donuts could have reached out to him, and say, "Hey, let's make this a thing." Yeah, hence the, hence the twenty twenty three commercial of him. Okay, that would that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I was just going to throw out that usually for Super Bowl commercials, there are two perennial all stars, and one of them sort of showed up, the other one, not so much. Uh, who, who did show up? I would of. say the Doritos with the, with the Dina Mite, oh, with the two old ladies. It was better than Budweiser's. <laughs> I felt Budweiser was pretty on brand with that one. Where they've been delivering since eighteen whatever. Yeah, with the Clydesdales and the cute ass okay. dog, who's a predator Russell's dog. What happened to Funny? What happened to Laza? Those guys. You know what I mean? Let's the two thousands died, Jay. That's what happened to those guys. That was that was nineties. Is that nineties? For sure. Anyway. I I did not uh I did not like the Doritos commercial because the entire time I'm watching the Doritos commercial, I'm like those chips would be so just pulverized into small pieces by the time they got Scott cannot done. suspend his disbelief. Now the grandma's on a zip line, no problem. But the fact that the chips were still intact. The chips are still intact after all that. I'm like, no. No. Excuse me. I was yeah. just conf- I was more confused by the Doritos thing because it had um shit, what's it? Wednesday, whose name I can't think of because I can't think of anyone's name today. The actress, not Mia Goth, the other one. One? The actress from 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 Wednesday, the Netflix show. I can't. Anyway, she's uh, in that uh, Doritos commercial randomly for like three seconds, and I was just like, "Okay, how much did you spend to get her to say one line of dialogue?" And you're like, it, it, "It felt weird. It felt like, hey, we we have the spot, but we don't have a celebrity. Who can we get really quick?" But you know. You know who I do feel like really stepped in with their beer commercial to make up for the funny lack of Budweiser's was the Coors Light, the Coors Light LL Cool J. Oh man, I forgot to play the song, and then he starts playing it, and then he backs it. I was like, I know a guy that can fix all this for you. Like it's a classic Coors Light commercial with the train, you know. But then when it crashes through the wall, that's when I was like, this is hilarious. And then LL Cool J, you're just like, yes. So that that was fun. That felt like an old school commercial. You you could have put, cut that back in the '90s and it, it would have played the same. Yeah. But like you know, going back to the Budweiser thing, and think about all the really funny commercials. Like, do you remember the commercial with the refrigerator where they stock the refrigerator and then they pull the lever and it spins? And he's like, hidden wall refrigerator. And then on the other side is a bunch of college guys that are like, hurry, the beer's back. Yeah. Let's get what you can. Like I miss those funny commercials. The toads, the toads, uh, 
Yeah, well, right. back when talk about nineties. Well, back when uh, back when the suits weren't paying attention to it and stuff, the writers and the filmmakers were allowed to have a little bit of you know they had a sense of humor. It was it was better. Well, that is, and we could do a whole episode on this, but advertising in the nineties was a whole different animal. <laughs> it's just true. literally and figuratively a whole different animal. Lots of animals, actually. Now that yeah, the Yokero Taco Bell dog and the Budweiser uh, frogs and the, everybody had hey, an animal. And hey, twins. Hey, I well, lived through I lived through don't. the era of Spuds McKenzie. So all right. No, no, you don't. The, the twins, the Coors, I think that was Coors Light or Miller, Miller Light. It was so, so, such a great ad. You can't remember who it was for because it was hilarious. Because at the end, it was just like, and twins, and then it was two twins. Never mind. It's not okay. Twins. Sorry, no, I... yeah. The whole Pepsi buying you a Harrier jet, and you know, the advertising in the 90s was a whole different beast than it is now. And and now, the, the more I think about that, the more it might be fun to do a whole episode about that. But anyway. Although, um, yeah. Speaking of animals, okay. The Kawasaki commercial. Kawasaki for a, a four-wheeler, whatever it's called. It's called oh. the bridge, but it's the yeah. the thing. You know, the fact that you know we gave the bald eagle eagle a mullet. Yes. All the bald eagle one. Yes. With, with the mullet is not like our na- our new national seal. Why is the mullet bald eagle now not on POTUS's yeah. seal? I That's forgot about that. Because that was so early in the game, like that was one of the first commercials when it was just, and it was giving everybody a mullet, and I I need Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin to always have a mullet now, and just oh god that was funny. I didn't even see the bald eagle with the mullet until Megan had mentioned it, and I was like oh god. Oh yeah. So a a certain movie trailer came up, and that's what kind of popped the idea in my head of oh this would be a quick easy topic for the show. But at that point, I started writing stuff down. So I wouldn't forget it, which annoyed Whitney apparently, because an ad would play and I'd grab and start writing stuff down. Um, but the last one on my list, and and I agree with you guys, like as far as great ads, there weren't that many this year. Uh, and I don't know if it's just because advertising is different or because fucking everything's political now or what, but like there were not that many really fun, creative, like Jay said, funny ads. Um, the last one on my list actually. Um, was a commercial about people doing an impression uh, of a person to a person. Yeah, I got a fever, Jay, and the only prescription is more cowbell. It's more walking, more, more walking, yes. more walking. Just as <laughs> as as he went on through the commercial, he's just like, just stop. Now, first of all, this ad was genius. Second of all, this ad was terrible. Let me tell you why. I loved watching people do progressively terrible impersonations of Christopher Walken to Christopher Walken because everybody has a Christopher Walken. Everyone thinks they can do Christopher Walken. As that has proved, nobody, some people just can't and shouldn't try. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. So that was funny. The whole concept of the ad was funny. People, everywhere he goes, people doing him to him and him just like laughing it off and like, well, I don't sound like that. That's ridiculous. The reason this ad was terrible. Is I had to go back and look up what it was for. It was for a car, right? It's for BMW. Yeah. Oh yeah. That went right over my head. I had to go back and look it up. I was like, what was the Christopher Walken ad for? Besides just Christopher Walken. So yeah. uh, I thought it was funny. 
I just I had one more that I enjoyed, but it wasn't because it was funny, and it wasn't okay. because like it was a product I liked. I liked the story of the commercial, and like the end result of it was okay. the um, the NFL uh, talent expansion and the the kid running around with actual NFL current NFL players. Um, I enjoy when they do that. Oh shit! It reminds me of. I'll, I'll finish this thought, and then okay. at the end, it's OC Yumanyora, who is uh, defensive end for the Giants, and it was just nice to see he he's retired, been retired for a while, but it was nice to see that, and I enjoy seeing the players in a different realm. Um, but what it made me think of, as I was saying, it was the NFL Sunday Ticket with the Falcons. Ravens and Seahawks flying around the flocks of players. Did you did you not see that one? I did. Yeah, no, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I must have been, you know, going to the bathroom or yeah, eating a hot dog or something. I, I don't remember that one. They had like it was like because they're bird mascot teams, right? And they were flying. And it was just NFL players flying, and then they had like one of the Eagles players went into the water and grabbed a, a fish, and it was just funny to me because okay. they're. Never mind. You know what? Forget it. Forget Sorry, it. I, I didn't Forget see it. it. Forget I said anything. It's fine. I have it nothing to add to that. It's fine. Yeah, 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 I was letting you go. Jay, if you're if you're upset, I can I got you covered, man. I got you here. Are you upset? Are you upset, Jay? No. Okay, I got you. Hang on. Maybe I'm not. I'm I'm not mad. Why would I be mad? I have nothing to be mad about. I have no reason to be upset about anything. Nothing at all. No reason to be upset at all. I I got you covered, man. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about movie trailers, I guess. Well, hang on now. What are you pissed at me? Because I didn't see an ad you wanted to talk about. I didn't say a goddamn word. You can talk about the ad all you want. Oh, look was at it me. my fault you ran out of content to talk about the ad you liked? I'm Obi-John. Oh, okay. I watch everything except for this one commercial that was pretty funny with flying players, but, you know, it's okay. Sorry, I didn't watch everything. Ask me about a random movie from the 1970s that only three other people have ever seen. Oh, wait a minute. Well, Are you talking about the one that has the football players flying out of trees as birds? Yes. I have no idea what the hell that was about. That just I, I I came in at the tail end of that. I'm like, what the heck? I don't even I don't even know what what that was for. I don't. Think it was that. it's for NFL Sunday Ticket. So it's like a you, you buy a package and you can watch all these games, and you get pretty much every game whether it's blacked out or not. You can watch on the NFL Sunday Ticket, and they treated it like a like a uh, what am I trying to think of? Like an Animal Planet type documentary show where they talk about how these all these players are now flying south. They're migrating because it's the end of the season and they don't have to be there anymore, but they'll be back next year. So it's just like that was the whole joke about the commercial. Yeah, I honestly thought somebody had slipped something into my drink or something. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I thought somebody roofied me or give me some LSD or something. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a trippy. It was a trippy uh, commercial that Obi John didn't see because oh look at me I'm Obi John. I didn't watch the entire halftime show either. 
Oh god, a damn halftime show. Yeah, I got um, but but uh Whitney also loved that football, the the um whatever it was the the international player expansion thing. She loved that one too. She got a little teary out on that one. It was a it was cool. It was a cool commercial. Like this is what we're doing. Like we're not just looking in the United States. We are expanding to give more people chances. Which is how you get guys like OCU Minora to play. The OG cool. Minora, like the, the Jewish thing that holds all the candles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He plays football now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, not anymore. He used to. He used to play football. He was a tackler. He, he was the best tackler I've seen since Joe Montana. He has at least, I think he's got at least one, maybe two Super Bowl rings with the Giants. So well, there you go. Um, so one, one more real quick, one more quick. Once again, like what Jay was just saying, this one has nothing to do with it being funny or, or the the product, but I kind of like the, it really wasn't really about the story that it was a little bit about the story that told, but the Pringles commercial, because now I want to see this period biopic with, uh, with, with, uh, Chris Pratt playing the Mr. P Mr. P. In, in the 19th century, you know, going out west and forming the Pringle Empire. I want to see this. The best part of that was when he's trying to deny that he looks like him, so he uses the Pringle can face as official recognition on his phone. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, that, that's a plot twist, Scott, because I thought you were going to go with the Paramount Plus um, oh, Patrick God. Stewart throwing I, Arnold. I hated that commercial. Because he throws really? Arnold wrong. He throws Arnold like like sideways. Like because you have to keep Arnold, you know, perpendicular to the camera to get get a football shape on his head. And it's not how you throw footballs. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. It's like if you I just a spiral on Arnold, he would have yeah, exactly. That. If if you had if he had thrown Arnold and you just had the body whipping around, yay, 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 to, to, to represent the spiral, then that would have been funny. But the uh, Arnold just goes flat, like no one throws a football that way. Um, that I think that premiered before the big game, like yeah, that had yeah. been out before. But so the America's Sweetheart had too. I saw it on TikTok for like a week before the game. Oh, I'm not on TikTok. So. Uh I did. I think that's where I saw the the Paramount Plus one. Um, uh, was on TikTok, but. What was funny is people were totally ripping the quarterback. So he plays quarterback for the Dolphins. Tua Ta- uh, Tagaviola is his name, and he was getting kind of like torn apart by not completing passes and like he would short receivers or he couldn't hit his targets. And they said obviously Patrick Stewart had to throw Arnold because Tua would have never made that throw anyway. So. Well, Patrick Stewart didn't make the throw either. Right, but they're like... He shorts it. But that's why people were making jokes of Tua not being able to complete a pass. So, anyway. Let's get to the movie trailers, because we all know that's what Obi-John wants. I'll end the show right here. We all got to do what Obi-John says. Yeah, because I never listen to anyone else's suggestions. I never do shows you guys want to do. 
Let's rock and roll. Let's get to the let's get to the meat and or potatoes. Oh. Let's let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. You got your victory dance? I got it right here. Yeah. <laughs> or as the good reverend would say, why we are on this particular mission, we'll never know. Sorry, we're not here to quote Independence Day. Uh, so, yeah, so those are the commercials the, that we liked out of kind of a, not a great year for commercials. Yeah, not stellar. Not stellar. They've had better. Yeah. So before we sort of adjust, because we're still talking about things that aired during commercial breaks of the big game. But there was one consistent trend that pissed me off with all of these. Timu? No. Um, although that does drive me nuts too. Um, mostly because my mom's all over Timu. Anyway. <laughs> um, Three times. I bought some stuff on Timu. I was like, oh, did you wait for China while you were doing that, mom? Anyway. Sorry. Uh, the trend, and I talked to, to Scott a bit about this this morning. Like, I get why this is a thing. I get why people do it. It costs $7 million for a 30-second spot, so I get while people were trying to find ways to save some money on that. But the trend of, hey, here's a 30-second tease. Go watch the whole trailer online. Drive me fucking nuts. Even even a year ago, we weren't doing this shit. The entire trailer for Flash debuted during the Super Bowl a year ago, two years ago. I remember because that was like all the nerd guys at the Super Bowl party that you can talk about was was oh dude that Batman trailer yeah. So I don't know why this year nobody could shell out the money to have it a full trailer air, but the whole thing of here's twenty seconds, go watch the rest online trailer online now, fucking stop. Shit drives me nuts. So anyway, there there were those ones. There were those ones. Of the 30 second, I'm saying like what you're just describing. There were those commercials. I don't recall these ones. Yeah, all, yeah. all the trailers were just 30 second spots. Yeah, none of these were full trailers. Yeah. This was a 25 said, second uh, spot. Yeah. Yeah, and they all said go see the the full trailer online now. Oh. I don't know. I guess I didn't realize i was kidding so the first one they gave us 20 seconds of an actual two minute trailer then then told us to go watch the whole thing online uh quiet place day one this was a movie we talked about during our uh 2024 year at the movies look ahead thing uh and at that point we had not seen any footage of the movie so now we have um i was excited for it, I was, it was trepidatious because I like the series, but this one isn't being done by John Krasinski, so I was a little, little, little shaken about it. But I think this looks good. Uh, this was like a. I haven't, I haven't seen Quiet Place. I don't know anything about it other than you apparently have to be quiet, which you're not wrong. Which makes no sense to me. They hunt by sound. So. Yeah, no, I, I get that, but it just seems to me it's like, it's like, hey, you remember when movies got sound, and we've had that for almost a century now. Now we're just going to be quiet. You know, there's sound in the movie, right? It's, it says, it's not a, it's not a silent movie. It says the quiet place. It's quiet. It's quiet, but there is sound. It it is not. It's not like someone is hit mute and then we played the movie. It's it's not. 
No, I, I've just I've not seen the, the any of the Quiet Place stuff. I don't know anything, really anything about it uh, other than the base stuff. So when I watched the trailer, I was like, uh, okay, sure. Anyway, yeah, fair enough. I, I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one, um, but I thought this was an interesting take on the premise of like what started it. This is day one, but I mean, like I thought we got some of that in the Quiet Place too. The opening of two starts with uh, when the outbreak or whatever invasion hits their town, but we don't know at what point is it, was that day one or was that just when it finally got to where they live? So, okay. Well, in, in the first two were set, they focus on one family after these creatures have come to earth and destroyed everything and whatnot living in the aftermath so this is more of a again day one the invasion just hit it's set in a big city which is a completely different change in direction for the franchise it's usually small towns small communities um so the fact that it's in new york it's going to be interesting uh, but I'm, I'm again i was cautious now i'm just flat out excited for it so that was my take yeah like i said it looks interesting i like the premise um it had a very uh, Jordan Peele vibe to the spot. Now that I'm thinking about the like the the big game spot, like I thought it was gonna be when it started. I thought it was a Jordan Peele movie. Like uh, I'm like, oh, he's making yeah, another one. Lupita Nyong'o is the star of this one, so you'd be forgiven for that. All right, then. The next one, the one everyone's been talking about, the one that lit the internet on fire, we finally got our first look, not just set leaks, but a first trailer for what we've been calling Deadpool 3, what we now know is actually called Deadpool and Wolverine. Wolverine. Yes, Wolverine. Yes. Am I the only one that was freaked out when that trailer came on by that that, that wig that uh, Wade... <laughs> Is wearing. I was I, waiting how long it would go until someone pointed it out. Or and there's a scene where the the TVA agents are grabbing him, they rip it off his head. Yeah, I was like, do do just do we not talk about the wig? Is that like exactly. yeah, we just we just it's there, but we never pointed out in the entire movie. I'd be okay is, with that. And is that now the is that the plot of the movie? Like, is he going through the multiverse trying to get back his wig? Like, see, he, I imagine it's it's everyone from his universe. So uh, Yukio and Colossus and and Marina Baccarin and Blind Al are trying to find him to give him his wig back because the wig gets left in the hallway. That's all they have to go on to go find Wade. To go find Wade. Yeah. So I, th- I think the actual movie is just them trying to find Deadpool. Give him his wig back. And I think, I haven't confirmed, but I think that when they cut to him in the TVA office and they show the back of his head, Pretty sure there are staples in the back of his head. So I don't really want to know if he just stapled the wig onto his head. Probably. Oh, God. I'd, I'd have to say, so far, the funniest thing that I heard in the trailer was, while you were passed out, you soiled yourself. Oh, I wasn't passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a couple of people text me uh, after the trailer premiered and stuff. A couple of my friends texted uh-huh. me. And you could already tell that they were just batshit losing their 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 crap over the Deadpool trailer, right? We can call like, them out by name. Like pretty, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. James Hammond. I'm not saying a word, you know. I'm not. Oh, I said it. 
Um, and and my whole thing was sorry, Scott, the sigh, the pregnant sigh before he goes into the explanation. Like he has to steal himself for what's about to go. Go ahead, Scott. And I'm like. So I watched it, you know, I watched it. I hadn't, keep in mind, I hadn't seen the full trailer yet. I just saw the, the, the spot and everything. And they're just going gaga over this shit. You know, oh my God, it looks so good. Deadpool 2 looks good. Then it, Deadpool 3 looks good. Then it, Deadpool, ah. It, it certainly looks like Deadpool, you know. I mean, Brian Reynolds, he's there, blah, blah, blah. To which I get it, I get admonished because apparently I'm a party pooper. But I can't help myself. Because all the 25-second spot is is just him just, hey, I'm in the MCU now. Hey, Disney, I'm with you now. Hey, Fox is gone. I'm now Disney. I'm now MCU. Hey, blah, blah, blah. And granted, granted, most of these lines, I think all these lines, maybe maybe one before, but most of these lines in the 25-second in the spot occur once he's inside the mask. So when he's in the mask, you can loop whatever dialogue you want him to say for that. It doesn't necessarily mean he's saying those things in the movie. I can see him saying those things in the movie, and I have to say right now, and I know you and I have talked about this, if this movie is just one long stream of Disney and MCU jokes, I'm going to be pissed. Because we spent two previous movies building up characters and telling a story, and yes, they are standalone, but, but we've got this thing, you know... We, so if the whole third movie is just in the MCU now, I'm going to be pissed. That's Scott, is that supposed to be intimidating? Because listen, pegging is nothing new for me, but it is for Disney. Yeah. I am Marvel Jesus. <laughs> I love the fact that Marvel, and I, I, I hope, to, I, I would like to think they're self-aware enough to understand how much is writing on this movie right now because phases four and five have largely been a letdown for everybody. I'm a yes. huge MCU fan. I will defend most of the MCU projects. I even enjoyed the Marvels. But yeah, right now, to a lot of fans, Deadpool is Marvel Jesus. He is the only thing that can save interest in, in anyone giving a shit about the MCU right now. So the fact that they leaned even a little bit into that for the trailer... It makes me happy yeah. that, that Kevin Feige and, and the Marvel people are self-aware enough to understand that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. For the trailer, I'm cool with it. And I know we're going to have some of it in the movie because you can't do this. with. And, well, we, we, we know that with the, the whole scene of the, the Fox logo in the desert thing, blah, blah, blah. blah. So yeah, there has to be something. Um, but if the whole movie is that, I'm going to be upset. Well, in, in, in the fact that... So I was very curious. Okay, how are we? We know this is going to get meta. We know it's going to get multiversal. How are we going to do that? And the fact that they just flat out start with the TVA coming to get them, I really hope that that is because of, <coughs> sorry, the post credits of Deadpool two, where he steals Cable's time uh, time watch thing and goes back and kills baby Hitler and kills the, the uh, Fox X Men Deadpool. <laughs> kills Ryan Reynolds as he's reading the Green Lantern script and just messed with multiple timelines. I hope that's why they're coming to get Deadpool. Hi, just cleaning up the timeline. Uh-huh. I um, really hope there's that level of continuity. Speaking of <laughs> which, yeah. sorry. Yes. 
sorry, it leads me into a, 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 a small rant that I have. Okay. Is this the whole baby Hitler thing? Okay. Sorry. The whole baby Hitler thing just pisses me off. Because everybody, everybody always goes to that as like a moral quandary, right? Uh-huh. Jay, you've seen this before, right? You know, the whole moral quandary, if you can go back in time, you know, to when Hitler's a baby, do you kill him? Do you kill a little baby? Yeah. Which, why? Why do you have to kill a little baby? You have access to time travel. Just take the baby with you back to the future and give it to some parents. Just take it out of the equation. Just counter that with um, no. Uh, I've seen enough time travel movies to know stop fucking with the timeline because it's going to fuck with you back. I'm not saying it wouldn't make for a hilarious, you know, camp romp through time later, you know, as as, you know, uh, adolescent Hitler is learning about his legacy and he's horrified by it and everything and multiple versions of variants of Hitler have to come get him to bring him back to restore the original. See, I want to Now you're just pitching a Kang story. (laughs) (laughs) I want to I want a sitcom. I want a sitcom. You know, it's baby Hitler. And Deadpool. And he's just like, he's like, what? What did I do? It's springtime for baby Hitler. No, I said, bring me a glass of juice. It's the 70s and the young baby Hitler meets his favorite director, Mel Brooks. (laughs) Asks for an autograph. Oh, uh, anyway, but no, I I I, I digress yeah. on that. I'm sorry. No, there's, uh, and again, it's it's just like when when Spider Man finally got brought into the, the the fold of the MCU. Only now there's more of a structure in place for a completely different, separate timeline being folded into the MCU. We already know, and this trailer is very much. It, 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 I put it out there with with like the Spider Man Homecoming trailer, where we saw just as much Iron Man as we did Spider Man, because they were trying to sell to people. Look, this is this character you already know, but now it's in the MCU. Yeah. So this the, the first trailer, and I'm sure the second one will be just as heavy with that kind of iconography and imagery. Um, I'm already one of those nerds on the internet who's pretty sure Deadpool at some point is going to go back and revisit the events of Age of Ultron. That'd be cool. Where we see the op- that movie opens with the Avengers taking out the the last remnants of Hydra in a European wintery wooded area and at least one big fight scene of this trailer is the same area this is great yeah and 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 when they show him when they do the whole like be a hero amongst heroes and they show him the tva's monitor screens and there's snippets from other uh mcu movies at least two of those shots are age of ultron yeah so not saying it's gonna happen. Maybe we saw a Doctor Doom in there. Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, maybe Pyro is definitely in there. And the big then Wolverine. We haven't talked yeah. about him. Wolverine's uh, back. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's my other big gripe about the damn both the teaser and the trailer. Is literally we have seen Hugh Jackman in costume. Cat Why you hiding? It's out. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you hiding him in this trailer? Why are you making him blurred out in the teaser? And then why are we only getting silhouettes, you know, of him in in this one? Now, the one scene that you pointed out of him in what looks like a James Bond Casino yeah, Royale-esque yeah. where he's in like a white tux from the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
keep that shadowed because if you're wanting to hide the fact that we're going to get multiple Logans across multiple universes and not just the one, cool, keep that under wraps. We'll never figure that out, Disney. Um, but him in the white, the yellow and blue, you know, we've seen it. Show it. Don't hide it. You don't need to. I thought for sure we'd end on a close-up shot of him with the mask doing the pop claws, yeah. and then we'll immediately cut to, to black. Yeah. I still think that shot is coming, but yeah. And there once you again, we got a proper, we're getting a proper Wolverine with a proper Colossus. If we don't get a proper fastball special, somebody's getting a badly worded email from the doc. Dear Marvel, not, not stop. Not for me. I wouldn't send an email. Okay, what 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 mode of operandi would you prefer that the oh. harshly worded uh, admonishment come from? Oh, I, send I, a raven. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Care your pigeon? How can you not care about not getting a proper fastball special? Because I I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not as skirt blown up about Deadpool three as other people, I guess. So, well, I'm looking forward to the movie, but the the, the trailer just the trailer was okay. You yeah, know, I don't know. I'm just giving you what I want. That's fair. Basketball Thoughts, Jay? What? Thoughts other than? Well, that? I. I feel like I don't know when I when we did our preview of the movies coming out this year, it was just one that I just I'm like okay, because like I said I haven't I'm in that group of people that just has sort of lost its give a shit about the MCU, like okay. I I haven't seen an MCU movie post, um, Endgame, Endgame, Endgame. except yeah. for the Spider Man movie. Okay, and and that's fine because yeah. everything post Endgame has been, in my opinion, pretty lackluster. It's just it, it it's kind of floundering. There's no direct. Did you not watch Moon Knight? I watched I the series. I watched the series. I watched some series, but I mean, like movie yeah. wise, the only one I saw was Spider Man Far From Home. Okay. Yeah. No now, way now, home. Now, yeah. Now, no way now home. Whatever the second one. Whatever the second one was. That's Far From Home. You haven't seen the third one? No. Okay, well, it's not an MCU movie, so you'll you know, you'll you'll like with Toby Maguire and um, the other guy. Andrew what? Garfield. Yeah. Spoilers, Jay. Jeez. Yeah, spoilers for th- something that I see on TikTok on almost a daily basis. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Here's what I know Jay will be excited about. Then we got our first trailer for Wicked. Yes. That's the Ooh. one I'm excited about. Oh, don't give me Ooh, It's Wicked. They're finally giving us a movie about Wicked. Damn it. Scott, why are you excited about this? It's, it was a, I mean, first of all, I love the soundtrack. It's a, it's a Broadway play. I wish the traveling show would come. I don't know if it did or not. If it did, I never saw it because I've been wanting to see the damn traveling show forever. And I couldn't tell from the spot, and I haven't gone online to see the full trailer yet, but I couldn't tell from the spot if it's actually a musical. If it's not a musical... I'm going to be upset, pissed. One of my two gripes with this trailer. <clears throat> Gorgeous looking shots, cool cast. It's got it's got uh, Jeff Goldblum as the wizard, so I'm in. I'm in right there. But 
like Scott pointed out, and I said this to Whitney, if you didn't know Wicked was a musical, you will not know it from this trailer. And her right. response is, who doesn't know Wicked isn't a musical? I'm like people who don't pay attention to musicals or Broadway. Yeah. Who only know the iconography of Wizard of Oz and know, oh, it's the Wicked Witch. Okay, we're doing another Oz thing. Okay. Because, yeah. And I look, on the third view of the trailer, in the background, you can hear some of the songs playing. Oh, you can? Okay. But, yeah, but there's not a single shot of anyone singing anything in this trailer. Yeah. And why are we not getting, if you're going to give us a, a 30 second spot on this movie, why do we not have at least the, the enough of the, the like that, that titular, not titular, but that, that, that signature song, I can fly, which is a beautiful song. Why do you not have that featured in yeah. your, your spot? We, they cast actors who have singing careers for a reason. Like that, it, it's, it's, yeah, it, it I'm with you. Like that to me, that should be you should be that's a selling point for your movie. Yeah. It should be something because they, they did the same shit with West Side Story. And again, you're like, well, who doesn't know West Side Story isn't a musical? I'm like, kids now who've never fucking heard of West Side Story. Like, don't take for granted your audience knows this is a musical. If you're updating something that was made 40, 50, 60 years ago, make that a selling point. And the other thing that pisses me off, and I only know this because I'm a nerd. And they did the same shit with Dune. This is Wicked Part 1. Oh, I didn't catch that. Did it say that in the trailer? It doesn't say that at all in the trailer. This is Part 1 of Wicked. Oh, my God. That's going to that's gonna annoy me. So this is not going to end. It's just going to stop. And then, hey, go see Part 2. Yeah, I've been wanting, I've been wanting Wicked as a movie uh, since, like, shit, 2000. 10 2011 some shit like that so i mean i'll 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 be there to see it like like deadpool 3 i'm gonna see deadpool 3 i'm happy for deadpool 3 so the the trailer didn't excite me i saw it and okay cool this trailer excited me i was I, i was all a quiver jay i was tingling he had spirit fingers you might want to get that checked (laughs) <laughs> if it lasts longer than four hours definitely get that checked out uh, okay anything else about Wicked before we like I knew it was a musical I know it's like a retelling of the Wicked Witch like she's is it she's a good person or something it's like her, that it's her origin story it's her origin story it's, it's oh. how she becomes the, the pissed off angry witch that she is because Glenda really is the, the, the bitch of the story so I'm going to cast Ariana Grande because I can't stand her. Um, anyway, I yeah. don't know. I I'm, I guess I'm not all a quiver like Scott, but it was a cool trailer, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep on trucking then. We finally got a full trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Really? No one's. Look, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of my interest dropped off when I found out Andy Circus wasn't involved in this production. Because as far as I'm concerned, this new batch of Apes movies are Andy Circus's movies, and the fact that they didn't even give him a chance to direct one is kind of bullshit. I don't know any of the behind the scenes stuff. Maybe he didn't want to do one. I don't know, but that soured me. Although they won me back in this trailer 
because it looks like we're sort of tiptoeing back around to these movies finally getting to where the original Planet of the Apes picks up. We see Ape Society has come is now the default society of, of the Earth. Humans are there, but they've devolved, and apes are actively hunting humans. Um, and like that stuff gets me excited. Okay, we're finally circling back around to where the original picked up. Uh, so I like that. Um, yeah. So actually, I, I didn't get a chance to see this trailer. It was when it came on. Like a lot of stuff was going on, so I couldn't couldn't hear what was going on. So I just I just kind of saw the scenes a little bit and everything. Part of me is is excited for this movie. Part of me is not, and the reason being is because I love Planet of the Apes. Okay, like the original series because that's what I grew up with. I have not seen any of this series, and I want to. Because every time we talk about it, I keep thinking I want to see this series. I want to go through it, but and then and then and then I forget about it. I never get a chance to go back and watch it. And then I'm like, oh, there's another movie coming out for the series. I need to watch this series, and I haven't to the point that I know I I I would have to do research to find out the like the movie list, the title list, and everything. Rise, Dawn, War. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, those should be reversed. It doesn't make sense. And then War. It's like James Franco, then Gary Oldman, and then Woody Harrelson. Or Woody Woody from Toy Story. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Like, that's all I know. I'm with you, Scott. I haven't seen any of these movies. Really? I would like to. Because I like Planet of the Apes. I I like it as, you know... Uh, I like the first, the original series was good. I, listen, I'm not, I don't know. It's not something that interested me. I'll keep my plan into the apes with, uh, you know, get your dirty paws off me. Yeah, the original. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the fact they're making new ones doesn't doesn't get rid of the old ones. We can always go back and watch them, you know, they're, they're still great, but. I'm I'm all for reimagining stuff. I got no problems with that. Sure. I mean, I guess if it does eventually tie back into the original, that'd be cool. But no, I just it I should never know. tie back into the original. It should tie back into the first of this series. What it should do, and this is what I'm excited for this movie. It's not going to happen in this movie. We're we're getting closer to that. So these movies are they're a different timeline from the Charlton Heston movies. Yeah, they've always been that way. But they've been like, okay, how did Earth turn into the planet of the apes? Yeah. From the perspective of the apes is what the, the whole through line of these movies are. So yes. what I'm excited to see, and again, I feel like we're getting we're circling back to that. I want to see the story of the original planet of the apes told from the perspective of the apes. Because there's a Easter egg planted in the spoiler, sort of. And the very first in, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, um, there's a news story about the spacecraft, blah, blah, blah. I forget what the name it is, but it's the same name as the spacecraft yeah. Carlton Heston's on in the first one. Uh, we've lost contact with them. 
Yeah. It's a little tiny little nugget of a, again, or, a true Easter egg. It's something that's doesn't really draw attention to itself. If you're a fan, you caught it. If not, it went over your head and it didn't affect the story at all. But the fact that they planted that, I want them to come back around to that and see that craft crash on Earth. And again, see the events of that story play out, but from the perspective of the apes, not the humans who crash. Well, because in, in the original series, you know, we, we start out with Charlton Heston and, and that movie. Uh, and then we go through and then eventually, you know, escape from the Planet of the Apes when um, Cornelius. Lucky time travel. Yeah, Cornelius and shit, I forgot her, his wife's name. Uh, right Zero. Now. Zero, thank you. Cornelius and Zero, they go back in time. They're killed in that movie, but they're but Caesar, their their son, lives, and then he goes forward. It, it becomes a a, a yeah a predestination paradox. Then he grows up and he becomes the progenitor of the next evolution of apes that are somewhat sentient and uh, you know uh, articulate, and they can you know. And then he leads the revolt, you know, and then it just kind of cuts from the revolt. Like an, kind of an afterthought, and this is how we get to, but we never actually see how we get from there to the planet of the apes. Like that, that whole chunk is missing. That's what these new movies are, and again, they're 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 never made to tie into the original Heston seventies movies. It's just let's take this idea and do our own spin on it because the first three you follow Caesar, yeah, um, yeah. which and Andy's circus is Caesar. Yeah, theoretically, if you wanted to. You could watch like Heston through Caesar pick up with these movies and then watch from there forward. And you'd have to do some headcanon. I'm not saying they link up, but I, you know, not, and I'm not saying they have to, but there's that whole chunk of time that they never showed. And I want to watch these movies. I just keep forgetting about them after. We get done talking to them. So the minute okay. we're done with the show today, um, I'm going to forget they exist again. So. I'm just going to start bringing them to you one by one. I need a box set. Can I get a box set? Is there a box you can. set? You can. Is there a box um, set with a movie? With what? A new movie? Is there a box set with the new one? No, it isn't even in theaters yet. You want it in a box set already? Yes. I want to go on Amazon right now and buy it. <laughs> go ahead what and we're seeing, it. What we're seeing, what is happening year. now, is now. <laughs> well, what was then? Yeah, well, what happened to then? We just missed it. When? Just now. <laughs> when will then be now? Soon. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, okay. We got our first teaser for a movie that I'm not sure why it exists. Twisters. Yay! Yeah, it's turn to be excited. Now, Go ahead. Are Jay. you actually are you actually excited about this, or are you feigning it? No, I'm excited. Okay, cool. I am. I am excited for this one. Um, John's. I'm not sure why it exists. That's still here too. I'm not sure why it exists. What I'm hoping for, and what I've heard, is it's a standalone sequel, so it's going to have nothing to do with the first one, other than in name, and hang, that it's hang, about hang tornadoes. On. Hang on. I'm sorry. Time out real quick. Two things, yeah. two points real quick. Sorry. First of all, how can you have a standalone sequel? How can that Great exist? Question. That's an you, oxymoron. Exactly. You can't have a standalone sequel. It can't hey, exist. Just, 
I'm just quoting what I've heard. Okay, fair okay. enough. And second, um, so when I saw the when I saw the preview, like I saw I saw the the trailer of the Super Bowl, you know, that, shit. I'm sorry, I said it. I said it. You're gonna have to bleep that it. out. He said I the said word. The name. I said the name. The NFL is gonna come after us. In fact, hang on. It's the word of the day. Everybody scream! Ah! Hang on. There's somebody. Okay. Anyway, no. Um, I was like, what? And then I saw Dorothy. I'm like, is this? Are they remaking Twister? And then they called it Twisters. And I'm like, is it a sequel? So I hopped on IMDb to check out. You know, and according to like the blurb that they have, it's not a sequel. It's just the same story. Like it was a reimagining of the story. So I don't know what it is. Anyway, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Look, here's why I'm excited. Okay. And, and maybe John's going to disagree with some of this, if not all of it. I don't know. Here's why I'm excited. It's because Twister from the 90s is a classic movie, okay? It's, okay, you can make faces and, and make judgments. Uh, you're going to have to ignore my faces, bud. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I agree with you, Jay. It's a classic. I love it's it. It's a classic from the 90s. It's a shut your brain off and watch this tornado movie. That's what it is. And that's what I love about it. It doesn't make sense. Absolutely not. Are the physics there? No. Is that how weather actually works? Absolutely not. But the one thing that we don't get a lot of disaster movies on is tornadoes. Like when's the last time we had a good tornado movie? Twister. They tried. They tried with um what the hell was the name of it? Into the Storm, the found nice. footage like and I have nothing against that movie. I enjoyed that one for what it was, but it's not a disaster movie like Twister. Excuse me, sir. We've had one really great tornado movie after that. Oz the Great and Powerful. That was a wonderful tornado movie, sir. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> moving forward from that, the thing is, like... In name alone, the only thing that is connecting it to us is in name alone. They, To me, they made this movie for the next generation of people like it's not for us john it's for us but it's not for us it's for us to take our we don't have kids but like people our age to take their kids to the movie so that they have the nostalgia of hey remember twister no let's go see this new one that Yes, is it going to be the same story? Probably. Is the same kind of crazy shit going to happen? Probably. But it's going to look much better. It's going to have more realistic, hopefully, tornado structure. You better know? have a cow. Oh, yeah. Got to have cows. So that's why I'm excited for it. I'm going to go see it. I I enjoy the occasional disaster movie, Shut Your Brain Off and go watch it and see from what i saw from the preview this does this looks better than your san andreas's your 2012s your your moon whatever your moonfall that's the one the moon is really built by aliens uh your um you, you the, bring one, a... the one with the weather the weather changer thingy the day with... after tomorrow no yeah, not but... that one the Avengers? The mass device? Oh. The Avengers. The, no, not the Avengers. Yeah. The Avengers with Sean Connery. Oh, God. 
With what's his really? name in it? Fine. I try to get a deep cut. Nothing. I get nothing out of it. The day after tomorrow. Not the day after it. tomorrow. God damn it, John. If it's not the day after tomorrow the first time. If it wasn't okay. Jack the first time you said it. Okay. What what about the day before tomorrow? God, it's the one with the guy from I am drawing a blank on his name. Friday after next. Oh my god. The guy from uh uh law abiding citizen. I don't know. I, I got nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. A weather machine with the guy from day after tomorrow that's in Friday after Not next. Day after tomorrow. Okay. He's from Law Abiding Citizen. Who is the main oh. character? Not Jamie Foxx. I don't know. I've never seen it. I, I, don't, I don't. Okay. Hang on. Wait. Gerard Butler. There we go. It's okay. got Gerard, Gerard Butler in it. Okay. Gerard just, Butler. Gerard Butler is in it. And it, there's, a, there's a space station that controls the weather that goes on the fritz, and he has to go up and take care of it. That movie. I know what he's talking about. I don't. I got nothing. <laughs> Greenfield or something like that. It had a very no. It had a super boring title. It was also shot and then shelved for like three years. Yeah. Anyway, oh, anyway. my point is, Twisters. I'm gonna go see it. I I have to say, what I the most fascinating thing that I take away from this whole awesome, beautifully articulated rant is, uh, you lump Twister in. Or categorized Twister, I should say, it's a better phrase, as a disaster movie, and I see why. I don't though. I don't see it as a disaster movie, like Day After Tomorrow and 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 San Andreas and shit, because I see disaster movies as destruction and death on grand scales, cities, countries, blah 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 blah, planet wide disaster. A tornado is. I, I don't see the movie on that scale. It's, it's Does it not opinion. destroy an entire small town at the end of the movie? A small town, yeah, but it's a small it's town. It's a tornado. You got to work with what you got. It's, it's a absolutely a disaster movie, Scott. It's part of that 90s trend of bringing them back. And once again, I, under, I understand why. I, I get it. But up until he said it, I never, I never thought of it as a disaster movie. Yeah. I I've, just thought of it as an awesome, you know, Bill Paxton uh holly hunter movie not holly hunter. that's her name no it's not holly hunter okay. shit the hell is her name i don't know i've been asking you all day the chick's from helen, about you who's in twister he, the hell is helen her name? Hunt. Helen hey Hunt. that's her helen. sorry yeah um jay let me tell you why i'm not excited about twisters okay and why i hate twister oh it has nothing at this is important to preface. It has nothing <laughs> at all to do with the movie Twister. I know. Hold on. Let me make sense of this. So Twister came out in 1996 and it was a big hit. And I, in 1996, you know, you were there, Jay. I love this movie. This was a fun movie. This was a great movie. This is a fun movie. It still is Bill a fun Paxton. movie. How can you you cannot not like Bill Paxson? He's great. This was a fun movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Until 1998. When Universal Studios decided to replace an attraction known as the Ghostbusters Spooktacular Stunt Show. Effect show. Sorry. Not stunt show. Effect show. With Twister Ride It Out. I even gave it a chance. We went to Universal. I was like, all right. Standing where Ghostbusters is supposed to be. It's not Ghostbusters anymore, but fine. Let's go see this Twister thing. And there's not one, but two line cues to get into Twister. Ride it out. 
hang on, hang on, real quick. I, I'm not going to interrupt a rant, but I need to preface something because there's a, there's a there's a tidbit you're leaving out from from the earlier discussion that okay. we had. So in 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 Ghostbusters, the oh, what is okay. it? Ghostbusters, the spectacular effects show. Yes. I'm so like, you had like like the stuff that they had for yeah. you to see and stuff was comprised. There was of the, the whole premise of that was you're going into to 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 learn how to be a Ghostbuster and to start your own Ghostbusters franchise. And Lewis Tully was your host, and he would tell you all about the great things. And hey, let's hey, you come into like a little you walk into a fake facade of the firehouse, and it's a little tiny cramped room for the pre-show, and then they clear you into the main theater where he's going to give you the full presentation. And then you get there, and, and the whole area behind it was a recreation of the rooftop from the end of the first movie. And you've got Pepper's ghost effects going off where they reflect the image of an animatronic ghost in glass because the whole thing was encased in glass to make this effect work. Yeah. And at the end, it's a 30-foot-tall animatronic stay-puffed head and hand that comes out and, and poof, you know, big. It was all about the effects, you know, lights and, and, and smoke. And, and then the, the, at one point, the voiceover for the actors, because you can't really hear them talking, and rather than miking the actors, they had them lip-sync along to a voice track. And the voice track was done by the guys who did the voices of the characters on the real Ghostbusters. It was Maurice LaMarche and, and uh, uh, Garfield, who's their old name, uh, Lorenzo Music doing the voices and i was like this is awesome it's live action but it's the cartoon voices and wow it was awesome so okay that's gone now it's twister write it out okay so what is twister write it out there's two cues the first one is all like the weather channel facts about tornadoes and and what's a what's what's an f1 through f5 and all that kind of stuff even though we use a different scale now this was 1998 so shut up uh, and that's like, okay, it's just kind of, okay, this, you know, tornadoes, cool, they do lots of damage, okay, fine. Then the second cue is a house that's been flipped upside down and destroyed by a tornado, and you walk through that, and there's TVs everywhere with Bill Paxton and, what's her name? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt, yep, that's what I said. Uh, giving you pre-show videos about how destructive tornadoes are, and how the they're unpredictable and you can't get away and bill paxton's sometimes all you can do is hold on tight and ride it out and then the doors open and you go in and i'm pumped i'm like all right i'm gonna get swept up in a tornado this is awesome like my mind is racing thinking of what is inside this thing i don't know what's inside this thing it's a facade of a fake small town with some wind generators and some wind blows and Poles fall down and flame effects go off and fake buildings fall apart where they can be reset for the next people who come in. And the platform you're standing on, because you don't sit down to watch this, you stand in the platform and it slowly raises about an inch. And then at the end, when the lights go out, they drop it about an inch. And then the doors open and you walk out. That was Twister. Write it out. John, I, so okay, go ahead, Scott. John, I, I'm I'm so sorry that this traumatic experience happened to you. That that, that they killed Ghostbusters for this 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 very underwhelming ride, but you, you can't take it out on 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 Twister, John. You, you can't. Yes, I can. Because the only reason Twisters <laughs> exists is so they can update the pre-ride footage for Twister. Ride it out, which will now be called Twisters rides it out. Rides out. <laughs> oh. Yes, I have an irrational hatred for Twister, and I'll never, you'll never change my mind. 
and I wouldn't try because I have an irrational hatred for Chick Fil A, so I can't argue. I can't. I can't. I can't say you're wrong. But um, yeah, I, Jay, that being said, I'll probably I'll probably see this movie anyway. So yeah, Jay, I'm with you though. I love Twister, and and I was I was excited. I was I was surprised too. I didn't you know I no and, and and stuff. But. Yeah, where was this on our 2024 movie preview list? Is it coming out in 2024? Yes. Comes out coming out. Oh, I thought it was coming out in March. Oh, is that soon? Maybe not. I could be wrong. I don't know. Now I'm curious. Any of you could have looked up movies coming out in 2024 and said, hey, John, I want to talk about this one. I said, okay. Well, you know me, John. You'll always find me in the movie theater. Super excited and pumped to watch the mm-hmm. next thing coming out in the theaters. I know. I know. That's why I'm very surprised you didn't have more additions to the list, Jay. According to the according to the the old Googles here, the release date is July 19th of this year. Oh. It is. Yes, I, I think everything shown was a summer release. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was I was like, oh, hey, I'm like, wait, is that Dorothy? Oh, wait, Dorothy Five. Yes, it is. Shit. I don't remember which ones we got up to in the movie, but yeah, that's Hang it on, says so Dorothy we'll, Five in, in the back of the truck. Uh, or maybe it's six. It's a Roman numeral V. It might be five or six. There is one through four in the movie. Oh, okay, there you go. They made four of them in. I think this is going to tie in tangentially to the first movie. We're going to get a cameo from anybody, but I think we'll reference sort of like how Predators references some of the events okay. of Predator. Like, yeah. As long as we get, you know, a cameo from Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, it's going to be great. Oh, I'm just saying. Uh, oh, what? What? Yeah. So our new protagonist is trying to lasso a tornado, and she can't hold on to it. And all of a sudden, the camera pans, and a blue hand of Bill Paxton comes out, (laughs) holds her while she's lassoing the tornado. No, no, not last week the tornado. No, 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 no. They they get they get Dorothy to fly, and then they have to run for shelter under the the bridge or the the barn or something. And she's getting pulled away by the tornado, and she oh, okay. loses. And her then the hand grabs and, her. And the okay. And pulls, it grabs her and holds her, and it's Bill Paxton. Yeah. The protagonist is a blonde, so she's secretly the daughter of Bill Paxton and what's her name? There you the go. Movie. Yes. Hunt. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Helen Hunt. Yes, yes, and then yes. Bill Paxton and Helen Slater. Yeah, yes, reaches out and grabs her hand. Yes, I'm, I'm all in for this. This is the way this needs to end. I'm calling that shot now. By the way, <laughs> not the, not like the literal shot, but I'm calling my shot that 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 character is the the child of those two characters. Because yeah, no, there, there's going to be some tie-ins to the first movie. We're not going to see the actors, but I mean, Carrie Elways is still around. He could potentially He's dead. Have plenty of. How dare you, sir? In the Twister universe, Carrie Elways is dead. Do, do we he's actually alive see in real body? life, and that's all that matters? Do we see a body? I don't remember. No. Hey, hey. I'm, my, I, it's the tornado from the first movie. Come back for revenge. <laughs> it's Twister. <laughs> inside, revenge. Carrie Elways is still spinning around inside of it. <laughs> Damn it, I sold myself on it. I'm excited for it now. Twister's the Revenge. <laughs> it's got a heartbeat monitor, and it gets stuck. At the end, it gets stabbed to, with a barn. We had to it's, harpoon it with a barn. Straight with to the heart. Vein, a weather vane. Weather vane. Weather vane yes. through the heart. 
And you hear the heartbeat of the tornado slowly die. But but first the tornado roars. Don't forget that. Yes. Uh, uh, for some odd reason, Michael Caine will be there. He's flying a plane for some reason. Yeah, who knows? He needs a new house. Yes, exactly. He is the plane. I know it's a drone in the in the preview, but <laughs> it, he is the plane. Uh, Love it. There was one more on my list we can drop it for time, guys. <coughs> what is it? Shogun? I'm excited. So, yeah, this isn't really a yeah. movie. It's it's an FX miniseries I knew about but had forgotten about until this trailer came out. I'm excited for this, actually. This it looks, looks really awesome. good. It, the original. I have never watched or read the original, so oh, I, I don't know God. anything. Other than my dad loved it and never – it was one of his favorite things, but it was, a, it was a TV movie, right, back in the 70s? No, 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 no. It was uh, – um, uh, so you know the the old seventies eighties the the miniseries right yeah yeah Shogun was the first miniseries yeah TV show it was the it was the first one that did that and and it was basically a TV novel they took a novel and they're like let's shoot it over you know ten episodes or whatever it was and we'll and what what people think of as hey a standard streaming adaptation now partly you can thank Shogun for that. Because that format was originally conceived, and and it, it proved itself. You wouldn't have like roots without Shogun and shit. Okay, so, okay. yeah, <coughs> it was yeah, it was eighty. Of course, filmed in the seventies and and such. I like Shogun the original. I have it on DVD because I don't think it exists on Blu-ray. I, I but it didn't at the time I bought it. It may now. I don't know. Um, but I was excited to see and an updated version of Shogun. Um, because uh, the the first one was was good and fun. It's very dated in its production, and it's 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 um, uh, what do I want to call it? Uh, pacing like the, the method of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's dated, so seeing it up, I'm I'm looking forward to this. The, visually in the in the preview, it looked great. Like fantastic, awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely up for this one. So Shogun is that the, the prequel to Showgirls? Yeah, it's where they go have dinner before they go to the show over at Showgirls. Yeah. Shogun, Shogun Asia Buffet. Yeah. No. See, I would. <laughs> Scott's Maya's trying to link these two together. Now hold on. I'm trying to get. I, I, uh, I get that you're tying in the, the the word show for the two, but gun and girls has nothing to do with each other. Like, like for the joke. Yeah, it's like Troll and Troll Two. Nothing. I, I think it would be more like is Shogun the preview to Show Rifle. You know what? Show Cannon or. You know what? You tell Duke Nukem that guns and girls don't have anything to do with each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> Scott's really blown away now. <laughs> uh, I, I think you've like stopped my brain. All right, before we further break, Scott. Uh, anyway, yeah, and this looks fantastic. Again, I've not read the novel or seen the original. I just one of those. It's one of those shows my dad always used to watch whenever we, we'd catch it somewhere. It was always been on my watch list. Um, it's probably a thick book, so I'd say I want to read it before this show comes out. But that's probably not going to happen. It's, it comes out February twenty seventh. I don't. Think that definitely gonna, ain't going to happen. I don't think you're going to get through Shogun in the next week and a half. Dude. Not even if I, if I find the book on tape, am I going to get through that? So. <laughs> Uh, but I'm excited for it. It looks awesome. I, I sort of know the story. 
um, just from osmosis over the years. But no, this this it looks fantastic, um, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah one one thing I'm I'm kind of hoping. Looks like they've dialed they've, up the action, which is always good. They've dialed up the action, and I'm hoping they haven't dialed back the drama or the the period stuff and everything a little bit because one thing this movie should do and one thing i think the original did but not well enough um is that it 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 should have front and center the culture the historical culture of japan where a lot of the you know, Japanese culture comes from and the steeped in and how and that was the thing about the original was he's European mm-hmm. right so European as, yeah so as we as an audience you know everything can, can somewhat like we can relate to him so as strange as things appear to him they should appear to us and then as he slow so slowly starts to you know, Acclimate so do we as the audience. So this so should... samurai got it. Uh, to an extent, and that's not extent. a complaint because I fucking love Last Samurai. Yeah, Last Samurai is a good movie, and it, it should be. It, this should be Last Samurai cranked to eleven. As I am as, here. That's what it should be. Um, now, whether how much we'll get, how much it they'll is. watch. I don't know because one of the things in the original, like like uh, the European played by. Um, uh, Richard Chamberlain. Uh, he always refers to, you know, Japan not as Japan, but the as Orient. The, the Japan's. So, but but that was because that was how they were known, you know, in the time. So how much are we going to get? You know, we're going to get that stuff toned down versus anything else. I don't know, but we'll see. And if John Reese Davies isn't in this movie somewhere, it's a tragedy. So, Sorry, it's just eight hour-long episodes of Tom Cruise running in samurai armor. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be good. Okay. Jay, thoughts? It looks good. Okay. Well, then, that brings us to a conclusion. Those are the ads we liked, uh, the trailers we are various degrees of excited for uh that's our takeaway from everything but the game from the big game uh so let us know where there's some trailers we missed where there's some commercials you think uh we we overlooked maybe we went to the bathroom or to get a hot dog or uh, another beer uh while a commercial played maybe we missed it let us know but until next time this has been your weekly nerd alert universal bring back ghostbusters